We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The eve of the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Minnesota takes on West Virginia. And joining us to talk about that, Andy Greeter of the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. And, Andy, uh, I, I, I'm jealous. You, you're, you're there. I'm here. It's cold. And, and here we go, a bowl game tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm standing outside right now. It's about 60 degrees looking at palm trees. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, went on a hike today and, and, uh, it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of the benefits of, of having a good season, right? You get to go to a, a place that, uh, is warm most likely and, and is a sought after destination. You have thousands of your fans in the stands when you're able to play a bowl game. And that's what the Gophers will have tomorrow night when they play at Chase Field, uh, against West Virginia. Yeah, it is a late start just after 9 o'clock Twin Cities time, but nevertheless, it is a reward for a team that that really bounced back from a lot of adversity. And I, I think fans are quick yeah. to forget the fact that they lost some very good players. How, how deep did they go on the running back depth chart this year, Andy? It was ridiculous. Yeah, so they, I mean, they lost four their top four running backs. So Mo Ibrahim, Trey Potts, Bryce Williams, Cam Wiley, three of those guys, the season ending injuries, one of them did the transfer portal and they were down to running backs five and six. And they lost a fifth running back to a season ending injury in Bryce Jellin prior Lake uh, before the season started. So they had to move linebackers and, and defensive backs to provide any sort of depth at that position. So they were down to, you know, true freshmen in, in uh, Marquise Bucky Irving and Kai Thomas. And they rode both of those guys. Uh, and they had a thousand yards combined over the last five games of the season. So it just shows you, A, the, the quality that they've had at that position. Both of those guys are four star recruits. Uh, it shows you the, the coaching that they've had at that position with Kenny Burns, having those guys ready to be able to be able to play. Uh, when their number was called, and it also just shows the quality of the Gophers' running game and the depth and experience of the Gophers' offensive line, who has been able to produce, uh, you know, I think five 100-yard rushers all season. No other uh, program in, in Power 5 football and in, in FBS football has, has done that. So, yeah, it's it's one of the remarkable things about this season is you have the Big Ten running back of the year in Mo Ibrahim back for his fifth season, and you lose him three quarters into the first game of the year, and you lose not only him, but like I said, three other guys after him, and you're still able to be sitting here with multiple running backs that you're confident in uh, that can produce at this level in Kai Thomas and Bucky Irving, and, and it just speaks to the depth that they have at that position and the offensive line and the coaching and just the running game uh, ethos that this team has. 
Andy Greeter joining us from Phoenix, Minnesota, and West Virginia Tuesday night in the Guaranteed Raid Bowl at Jays Field in downtown Phoenix. Uh, they also overcame a, a brutal loss to Bowling Green. And yeah. uh, 30-plus point underdogs come in, beat Minnesota. Season can immediately go off the rails. But P.J. Yeah. Fleck and his staff and the players rallied and were able to bounce back and become bowl eligible after all of that because that that had to be an embarrassment for anybody around the program. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, they had media day here uh, in, in Scottsdale area yesterday, and I went up to Boye Mafe during it, and I said, you know, what were the highlights of the year? You know, you're a, a future NFL defensive end. Uh, you won eight games in your, in your season, senior season. What were the highlights for you? And he said, what well, we did after the Bowling Green game, he said that, you know, it could have been super easy to, to fold and, and to uh, be downed by that, but they responded right away. They went on the road and, and beat Purdue, uh, which turned out to be a very quality win in the Big Ten West. And they didn't let, you know, how poor that Bowling Green game was affect the next week and I think I just showed the resolve that this team and this program has to be able to do that because you know this this is a team that that thought that they could you know win the Big Ten West this is a team that thought they could go to the Big Ten championship game that could be playing in in much better bowl games than than where they're at right now and losing to Bowling Green could have taken this team in a spiral as Boye said and and they fought against that and you know, they won four straight games in the Big Ten after that. So I think it just showed that they were able to just, you know, isolate it and put it behind them and, and move on. And I think that's a great testament to to just being able to bounce back. You know, I, I can't imagine what that's got to be like for a 50-year senior to think, okay, this is our last year. We've got so many guys coming back and so much experience, and we want to win the Big Ten West. and. We want to beat Iowa. We want to beat Wisconsin. And then we lose to Bowling Green. Are you kidding me? That's got to be incredibly frustrating. But to isolate that and, and make it just a, a one loss and, and bounce back and fight against all those critics internally, externally, uh, is a testament to, to what this team was and is. Yeah. And uh, by the way, the player you referred to, boy, uh, decided yeah. to forego his final year of eligibility and uh, enter the NFL draft. Yeah, yeah, um, a guy that's that was pretty much expected. You know, he's going to the Senior Bowl. You know, some NFL prognosticators think he could be a top three round pick in the NFL draft. He's a he's a freak athlete. He has six sacks, and you know, he probably would say he probably wishes he had ten or more sacks this year, just given you know what he can do. But I think people see the athleticism, people see the the freak attributes that he has, the pressures that he has. You know, he's one of the top guys in the nation in pressures. And, and I think that, uh, uh, you know, I asked him yesterday, I said, you know, hey, are you going to declare to the NFL draft? And, you know, he said, you know, we'll have to wait and see. And, you know, I, I could just kind of tell that, that it was that it was coming and he wanted to do it on his own terms. And, and good for him to be able to have that moment today to, you know, a guy that, that's from Minnesota, um, a guy that went to Hopkins to be able to, to make that announcement today on the eve of this final game. For the Gophers, uh, just a, a really good kid, uh, comes from a good place, a guy that is, uh, you know, put in a lot of work, put in five years of this program, and, 
one of the things that I will, will always remember about Boye is is the recruiting battle that happened uh, in the Hopkins hallways uh, between Jerry Kill, who was then the Rutgers offensive coordinator, and P.J. Fleck in his first year, and, and uh, how contentious it got where Jerry Kill thought that he could get Boye to go out to New Jersey, and, and P.J. Fleck was able to get Boye to stay here in Minnesota in the last week before that first signing day in 2017, and and what he's done to be able to, to make himself into an, uh, an NFL player is, is remarkable. Yeah, really a, a feel-good story, and uh, a part of it doing uh, an NFL player is is remarkable. Yeah, really a, a feel good story and uh, a part of a defense that that was really a surprise this year. We talked a lot about the running back injuries, yeah. the struggles in the offense, the passing game at times was just um, hard to watch. But defensively, yeah. week in and week out, generally they could count on it. Andy and you did a piece on that. Yeah. I did, yeah. I mean, this is a defense that was the backbone of this entire year, even as we've talked about the losses that they've had, even in that Bowling Green game. You know, Bowling Green didn't have very much to speak of. Um, nobody really did in this in this Big Ten West season. Um, and that just shows what they've been able to do uh, with having a lot of guys that have been brought up in this program and, and plugging in a few uh, – transfers along the way. Jack Gibbons is the leading tackler from Abilene Christian now. Pickney, uh defensive tackle has been been stout in the middle, but a lot of these guys have, have been in the system for a while. I think, you know, coming out of 2019, they had, you know, they had to replace seven starters on defense, and four of those were NFL draft picks. And to have to do that at Minnesota is a very, very tall task. And then to not have spring ball because of COVID and to not have fall camp because of COVID you saw a three and four season last year uh, where they, you know, were poor for a lot of that year. But with a lot of those same guys, this is a defense that's ranked in the top 10 in the nation in all the major categories. And it's a testament to Joe Rossi, the Gophers defensive coordinator, uh, who's up for the Broyles award, which goes to the best assistant in the nation. And it just goes to the players for being committed to, to doing, uh, what they're asked to do. I, I asked Jack Gibbons, who, who I said was the leading tackler, and uh, he said that, that, you know, they just stay in base defense a lot of times. Like, they are so well prepared, and their defensive line has been able to pressure the quarterback as well as they have, that they don't have to come with some sort of, you know, crazy exotic blitz to try to disrupt the defense. They can stay in base and, and figure things out as the play develops. And he said that, you know, formations will talk to you. You just have to listen. And he said that him and Moriano Saramarin will be lined up and will be calling out what the offense is going to run. And I think that's a testament to their ability to, to be linebackers and to, to, to read and diagnose what's happening. Uh, and it's also a testament to Joe Rossi getting them prepared and just also letting them to be able to play free and fast and, and we've seen that countless games this year. I think that Wisconsin game, you know, when you have a, a game that, you know, is at the end of the year and you don't play after it, you know, things kind of switch gears into bowl mode. And I don't think we really accounted for how dominant that gopher defensive effort was against Wisconsin because it was absolutely lights out. And Braylon Allen was 
you know, that freshman sensation that was the next Wisconsin running back, and he couldn't get a sniff against the Gophers defense. And, you know, it was just one of the one of the games this year where they've been dominant, and they're the reason that, that this team has eight wins more than any other reason. Andy, before we run out of time, about the bowl game, yeah. Minnesota, uh, the line opened at six and a half. It's down to five. Minnesota favored by five. Uh, the current over under yeah. 45 in this one at Chase Field. Uh, what about West Virginia? Uh, what, what have you learned about them as as uh, you get ready for the bowl game on Tuesday night? Yeah, I think uh, you know it'll be interesting to see because their strength is is stopping the run, and that's the Gophers' offensive strength is, you know, like we talked about with their running game, they've been able to run the ball efficiently all season long. So are the Gophers going to be able to to run the ball against the Mountaineers' defense where that is their strength? You know, uh, the Mountaineers' uh, uh, offense, you know, their top running back, their 1,000-yard rusher, Buddy Brown, opted out before the bowl game. Uh, so they become, you know, a little bit more one-dimensional. They've got a great quarterback who is one of the best in the Big 12, they're throwing the ball around the field, and they've got playmakers on the outside. So uh, they're going to be more one-dimensional. And are the go- is the Gopher secondary going to be able to, to keep up with the Mountaineers as they throw ab- the ball around the field, the outfield of, of Chase Field with a Diamondbacks play? It'll be an interesting setup tomorrow, just given the fact that they're playing in a, in a Major League Baseball setup. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, you, you don't get a lot of games – where you don't know the opponent very well and you don't know what you're going to get. And bowl games can be kind of crazy. They can be kind of fun and weird. And you can see some trick plays. You know, Matt Simon's going to be running the Gophers offense and, and he's the interim as, as Kirk Sharaka comes back. And when he had, was in the spot for the Outback Bowl, we saw a lot of different variations. We saw some trick plays and I'm looking forward to that tomorrow night. Well, Andy, I've uh, really enjoyed your coverage in the lead up to the game uh, from the Valley of the Sun. Enjoy your stay. And, uh, uh, when you get back, you, you get a taste to winter. I, I can tell you that much. Yeah, I, I probably got a shovel something when I, gotta, when I get back. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm sure yeah. of that. Yeah, for sure. All right, Andy. <laughs> thanks, thanks so you. much. Take care. There he is, Andy Greeter of the Pioneer Press and online at TwinCities.com. Minnesota and West Virginia in the guaranteed rate bowl, 9-15 our time tomorrow night. Gophers at the moment favored by a 5 the over under 45. We have much more coming up here on News Talk. E3O. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.